Our reading tonight is from Matthew. Then Jesus went with them to the garden called Gethsemane and told his disciples, Stay here while I go over there and pray. Taking along Peter and the two sons of Zebedee, he plunged into an agonizing sorrow. Then he said, This sorrow is crushing my life out. Stay here and keep vigil with me. Going a little ahead, he fell on his face, praying, My father, if there is any way to get me out of this, but please, not what I want. You, what do you want? When he came back to his disciples, he found them sound asleep. He said to Peter, Can't you stick it out with me a single hour? Stay alert, be in prayer, so you don't wander into temptation without even knowing you're in danger. There is a part of you that is eager, ready for anything for God, but there is another part that's as lazy as an old dog sleeping by the fire. He then left them a second time, and again he prayed, My father, if there is no other way than this, drinking this cup to the dregs, I'm ready. Do it your way. When he came back, he again found them sound asleep. They simply couldn't keep their eyes open. This time he let them sleep on and went back a third time to pray, going over the same ground as the last time. When he came back the next time, he said, Are you going to sleep on and make it a night of it? My time is up. The Son of Man is about to be handed over to the hands of sinners. Get up. Let's get going. My betrayer is here. The Gospel of our Lord. Do I have children that would like to join me up front here? I need your help. You going to sit in the pew? Yes. Head up. Come on up. Oh, don't cry. It's not that bad, I promise. Oh, there you go. Feed them and they will come. Okay, last week, if you were here, we talked about what kind of hands. Do you remember? I brought soap for dirty hands. Yes. We have talked about dirty hands last week. And so this week, we're going to talk about seeking hands. Seeking hands. Hands that are looking for something. Okay? Oh, but just a minute. Before I go on, I really would like to make a phone call. Is that okay? I want to call God. Because I have a prayer request. I have a girlfriend that's traveling today on an airplane, and I want her to have safe travel. So I want to pray to God. I can't use my phone? Well, I want to call. I want to talk to God. I can't call God on the phone. Oh, I have to pray. And you know, you're right because he's not in my contacts, and I don't think I have his number. So I guess you're right. If, if, if you, anybody has a number for God, let me know. But otherwise, I think they had the right answer. I can pray. I can pray that my friend Gayla has a safe trip home, right? And when I pray, God is listening. 
Yes. You are so smart. I wonder if all those people out there knew the right answer. Do you think? Did you? Yeah. Did you? <laughs> okay, so now we've decided we can pray. And that's what I just read about in Matthew, didn't I? Jesus was praying. He went into a quiet place to pray. So when do you pray? When do you pray? At night? And before you eat? And what did we just do here? We pray, we pray and worship, don't we? Yes, we all pray here too. So there's no certain time. You can pray anytime you want. It's good to pray before meals and at bedtime. I like to pray just before I get out of bed in the morning. Because I like to thank God for another new day. And I ask God to watch out for me during my day and my family. And I pray for all of you here. And ask that everybody here has a good day. So you can pray then. You can pray walking down the street. You can pray when you think about something while you're playing. You can pray at recess. Pray at recess. There's all times you can pray. So how do we pray? How do we pray when we're here? You fold your hands and bow your head and close your eyes. Okay. And sometimes some people go like this. And sometimes, do you see me go like this when I pray? No. You don't see me up? You, you, my eyes are closed. Your eyes are closed. Okay. I love them. Well, if, if any of your eyes are open, I pray like this. Because <laughs> I pray like this because I'm lifting up prayers to God. And I have my hands open, so I'm telling God that I'm receiving the prayer. I'm receiving what he wants to tell me. Is that a good idea? So it doesn't matter how you pray. You can pray with your hands folded. But you need to keep your hands somehow focused on God. Because, you know, if your hands are just dangling at your side while you're praying, it's... Well, and you might get distracted. If you're standing next to your brother or sister, you might be poking them. Or you might be looking down to see if your clothes are straight or you're thinking about your hair. But if you fold your hands, then you're really concentrating on prayer, aren't you? Yes. So I have a picture of Jesus in the garden praying. And see what Jesus has his hands folded, doesn't he? Yes. He's praying. He's praying hard, isn't he? And that's what God wants us to do is pray, pray and pray. And Jesus was praying in the reading that I read because he was going, he knew he was going to die. And he was worried. He was worried about how this was all going to be. And he decided he better ask God if this was really going to happen, if this was going to happen. But notice, he didn't pray, don't, don't let me die, please don't let me die, God. What did he say? He said, whatever you want, God, I will do. That's a pretty strong prayer, isn't it? When you just turn your life over to God and let God decide your life, and you don't try to tell God what you're going to do. Because sometimes, do you ever pray for something and it doesn't quite turn out the way you wanted it to? Yeah, because you might think 
Yeah, exactly. I have an example just like that I was going to tell you. There's this little boy. He wanted a new bike. And he prayed and he prayed and he prayed to God for a new bike for his birthday. And his parents said, you know, the bike you have is fine. You don't need a new bike this year. There's other things you can get, but you don't need a bike. And he says, oh, God, please change my parents' mind. Soften their hearts. Make sure I get that bright, new, shiny bike. And then here comes his birthday. And what do you think happened? He didn't get a bike. You good job. And he was mad. And do you think he was mad at God? Because he didn't get what he wanted. But then you know what happened the next day? He got a book. No, he might have got a book. But he was still mad because he didn't get a bike. No, he didn't get a bike. But a family, he heard of a family whose house burned down, and they lost everything. And here he had a bike, and he had lots of stuff, and they had nothing. And the church decided to set up a collection for them so that they could give them some money so they could buy things. And he saw his parents putting money into the, for the collection for these people who lost everything. And suddenly he realized, that maybe the money that they would have spent on that new bike actually went to another family who really needed something. And then he wasn't mad anymore. God showed him that it's not always what you need, but what other people need, and that you should be there using your hands to help others, right? Yes. Sometimes you don't always get what you want. And we all learned that lesson, right? I want a lot of things, but you get them. And you don't get them. But God gives you what you need. Yes, there's, a, there's lots of things we want. But God, we can always trust that we pray to God, God will give us what we need, right? Not always what we want, but what we need. So we have to remember to pray. And then what do we have to do when we get these nice things we need and things that we get? What do we have to do? You have to thank God. You don't always just pray to God because you want something. You You have to thank God for the things that you have. You are very smart. You would, you could teach a lot of people those things. So now we remember that we need to pray how often? Um, like all the time. All the time. And we need to pray for ourselves and for other people. And we need to remember to thank God. I mean, we could thank God today for the beautiful day we had, right? We could thank God for all being able to be here together. Are Those are good things to thank God for. Oh, well, <laughs> thank you. Boy, this is a great day. <laughs> and I want to thank God for all of you because you are very, very wonderful people here. And you have been very wonderful helping me do this. So thank you very much. And remember, don't always just pray for yourself. Pray for others. And I pray for others at night. That's right. And pray for ways that we can use our hands to help people. Okay?
And when we're all done, we say, Amen. Amen.